listening to Around Comics. Are listening to Around Comics episode 440. I'm Brian Salazar. With me is Christopher Niesman and Thomas Caters. We are Around Comics. It is Thursday. We are live on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and Facebook and recorded on tape on vinyl. <laughs> We're cutting the wax right now. You can get, you can get a cassette, a cassette of this episode. Mm-hmm. That's right. On Bandcamp. Fan cam. Nice. Thank you to everyone who uh, helped protect democracy yesterday or two days ago. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you if you you voted. Protected us. You protected us from those those baddies. Thank you for voting, unless you disagree with me. Unless you voted with Herschel Walker. (laughs) Yeah. Then don't. (laughs) Please don't. Well, let's be honest. You probably aren't smart enough to listen to a podcast. So, no. for there's the one Herschel Walker voter listening who's like, "These sons of bitches." These for the thirty thousand people that voted for Tony Evers and Ron Johnson. I don't understand you, but the, I, don't know well, voting. I don't know. So you know, there's you know, there's an answer there. No, shut up. You're gonna go cue on us. I don't even know who those people well, are. Our governor, our our Democrat governor, and our Republican uh, senator. And Why would there of... be people that would vote for one old white guy? And not, you know, and not the Listen. younger black, and not the younger Surprise. Black guy. <laughs> Listen, hey, I'm from Wisconsin. I know how this goes. Old white guys have been running this country for <laughs> you know hundreds of years. Yeah. Things are okay, Tom. Things are yeah. just hey, I'm, I'm going to be an old white guy. <laughs> yeah. I am an old white guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Uh, enough about I that. I obviously stuff. think I'm right about everything. So, yeah. yeah. Isn't that just human nature? I think we all think we're right. And that's the problem is no one's really right. We're all full of shit. I don't think I'm right all the time, actually. I think I have a very healthy sense of uh, not knowing the answer to, every, the answer to everything. Uh, only that has only come with age. It was not a thing ever. <laughs> I was gonna say I've podcasted with you for a long time now, Tom. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that statement. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think age humbles one. Oh it yeah, it does. Yeah, it does do that. Kids, kids also will mm-hmm. bring you down a few notches. Bring you down to earth. Yeah, very true. Yeah. This is true. This is true. So what's what's happening? What's going on, guys? Not a lot. I, uh, yeah. yeah, just, um, we killed another creator to, with our trade talks. Trying to, so. oh, yeah, right. God, that was weird. The next day, I was, yeah, I was like, I oh, know. shit, Kevin O'Neill passed away. Why is Kevin? O- yeah, that was a weird timing. I mean, <laughs> not to blame, I'm not blaming Kevin O'Neill. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, I'm just yeah, saying, dude, what, 
it was just strange that we just you know we're talking about him a day beforehand or whatever two days and uh yeah in our, in our last episode and yeah unfortunately passed away uh and then carlos Pencheco. Pacheco, Pacheco. Yeah. Um, I always want to put an N in his name for some reason. Yeah, I want to call him Panchenko. Um, passed away just yesterday, right? That happened yeah. this morning, or something. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, bummer. Uh, Tom Palmer was passed away not too long ago. So. Oh, yeah, we're losing a lot of a lot of artists like, this year. Yeah, like our era of of creators, the ones that we grew up uh, kind of. You know, yeah, you know, I was thinking today, you know, with the passing of Carlos Pacheco and Kevin O'Neill, you know, it's always like a little, you know, in the general zeitgeist of the world, there's many things pushing things to be auto- automated and artificially intelligenced and like, you know, um, free of the hand of a person doing it, mm-hmm. you know, and you think about like an artist, right? Like, <laughs> even probably more so than a writer, you know, like no one can exactly draw like this person. Like there's other people that can draw the story, obviously. Like there's no, like I'm magic, you know, I can magically tell a story no one else can, but no one can exactly duplicate, you know, someone's, you know, style and their way of, you know, telling a story. So it's just a especially um, poignant uh, to lose artists sort of in these times of, you know, automation. Well, certainly. I mean, I think when you, you know, I, I know that like we, we, we had this wave of sort of like the comic industry really catering towards writers more, more so than artists. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it, you know, how many characters, especially in like superhero comics, like how many characters and uh, are you identify with, particular artists you know and it's just like uh you don't necessarily do the same thing with writers and you know it's it's a yeah outside of what more probably yeah but even alan moore you just sort of associate with alan moore you don't it's not like one you know watchman certainly but like you don't necessarily think like when you see you know batman do you think alan moore maybe but you probably think frank you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. or or, Mm -hmm. It's like, do you think Frank Miller because of Batman, because of his writing or because of his art? Oh, the art. Yeah, it's the visuals that come to mind, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. there is that super strong link. And it's like, you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, we talked about it on the last episode. Like, that would not be the same story without Kevin O'Neill. Mm. Um, no. It just wouldn't, it just would not be the same art and martial law and, you know, different the stuff that he's done. It's like his style was so unique um yeah you can't ever really replicate that uh but speaking of martial law right speaking of oh yeah i was gonna well and yeah and i i I, after we found out of the unfortunate passing of uh kevin o'neill i decided that uh, martial law would be my pick for the next trade talk so cool um yeah i've never read it Oh really? You've never read Martial no, Law? Wow. Read Martial okay. Law. That okay. is a that is a blind spot in my 1980s comic reading. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe was it 80s, 90s? I don't remember. I don't remember when it came out. Uh, Tom, I just I just admitted that I've never read Martial Law. Hmm. I don't think I've read all of it, but I've I've read some Martial Law in my time, so I look forward to reading more. 
The first volume is really the best of it, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, after that, it, I don't know, what just didn't have the same uh, story wise, didn't have the same impact, I don't think. And there's, I think there's a deluxe edition that came mm-hmm. out at one point, like a, but it's really expensive now. If you don't have it, so <laughs> it lost a little yeah, bit, it lost a little bit of its kick once it got uh, through the first. Yeah. I don't know. It just had a different tone to it I, from what I remember. And it just, the second, this, I remember the second storyline was just sort of like, I don't know if I just didn't quite grasp it or, or, you know, it didn't, it didn't, I think part of it was the first one, it was martial law. And then the second one was like more about the guy behind the mask a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it kind of lost a bit of its, uh, teeth because of that it was like ah, i don't really mm. i i you know it's like i don't need to know that much about this fucking guy and why he's you know, <laughs> yeah yeah. I, I just, yeah you know i just want to kind of laugh at Mar- you know the satire of martial law it's such a good <laughs> satire of, but then it, you know when it would get it, it almost like started to humanize him mm-hmm. and and portray him as you know how like judge dread at one point like they started to portray judge dread as like actually a good guy in a corrupt system sort of thing and it's like well that's not that now all of a sudden you've gone you've, yeah. you've become a, a satire of yourself almost like yeah. you know what I mean? yeah, like yeah. and that's what i felt mark the second like you know storyline uh a martial law was weird but martial law is collected um in a hardcover and a trade paperback dc put out in 2000 15 but i think it's really hard to get it's really expensive in the secondary market the hardcover i think goes anywhere from three to five hundred dollars whoa and i yeah and i never picked it up because i it was because initially there was one that was supposed to come out um from top shelf i think wasn't it top shelf probably or and then it never did and then dc ended up putting it out but I just—it was a blind spot that I, I didn't know that it came out. Well, now would be um, a good time for him to do it. Yeah, re- republish yeah. it <laughs> on Amazon. It's it's five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'm not sure how people are going to read along. It's not on Hoopla. Yeah, you can, you can get it on Comicology for like twenty five bucks. Yeah, you can get the digital bucks. version. Yeah, um, it's and that's the complete. Uh, which it's certainly worth that, you know, to get. But oh, is Martha Washington that expensive? I've got that. <laughs> Chris always loves when he hears like Ooh. price gouging on oh, hardcovers. Oh, yes. I, but I never sell anything. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. I do have the original issues of Martial Law. And I think I actually, that's the funny thing is you can get like CGC graded copies of the original issues of Martial Law for cheaper than that fucking hardcover. Yeah. <laughs> which is insane. But, um, yeah, I do have the original issues, so I'm gonna have to dig those out somewhere and get them. But yeah, if for people reading along, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you can get the comicsology. It's unfortunately not available on Hoopla. I wish it was, um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. I'm I'm being selfish on this one. That's just how it is this time. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna sell my Martha Washington and retire, man. <laughs> Big bucks. Well, we all know why that that's why you got into comics to begin with. <laughs> to, 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 to buy to random money. comics, sell them, and retire. That's what yes. you were looking for from the yeah. beginning. We know. Yeah. Stay in school, kids. Mm-hmm. 
Um, hey, speaking of, of Frank Miller and uh, um, and Batman, I'm making a terrible segue here. Um, there's a bunch of Frank Miller and Bill Finger and Neil Adams and Carmine Infantino and and multiple other references in uh, Gotham Knights, the new uh, uh, Batman centric video game that I picked up about a week and a half ago. It, there's some really nice like comic book Easter eggs in there. Which uh, is kind of fun to kind of pick out as you're uh, as you're playing them, and then the, it has to be a relatively new update. But there's one storyline um, that there is a uh, basically a small statue of Neil Adams that they put in there with a, a nice little um, dedication to it. That's cool. Uh, they better are, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> or Neil come back. Neil come yeah, back. Yeah, he come back for that. Come back for you to get money. Yeah, uh, drag your ass that's in the cool. grave. I I do have to say that stuff is fun. Whenever you're like, I always I always enjoy still to this day, like whether it's in a comic or a TV show or something where it's like some little Easter egg of like some creator's name being used. I think the last one I remember, like just sort of seeing it and then going, oh, um, what was it in? Was it in Titans or Doom Patrol? I think it was Doom Patrol, and it was a it was. It was like a plumbing truck or something. It was like infant. It, it, wasn't it like Carmen Infantino yeah. plumbing or something or yeah. or, yeah. Or, so, or towing? And it's like, oh, that's you know. And it, and it was real subtle. It wasn't really like, you know, they didn't really stick it in your face. They just it just happened to be Infantino plumbing or you know something like that. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like yeah. you know, it's a cool. I think nod. in my Daredevil, the Netflix one, there was something, some reference to like Bendis Boulevard or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, they always uh, street names are always. I mean, that's you know, uh, almost too easy. Tom, Tom King does that one a lot, but yeah, that one's always been the kind of thing. Like, you know, uh, yeah, when Batman, whenever like Commissioner Gordon, they'd be calling Commissioner Gordon. Where's you know some crimes happening, and it's always like, you know, uh, Cater's way, Miller, yeah, Boy yeah, Hill some street. Like the corner, yeah, exactly. Really. Corner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do always laugh though when Tom King puts uh, Chris, um, the quarterback of the Gotham Knights is Chris Campbell. Oh, that's funny. The terrible quarterback, like the, the sports radio guys always get on his ass and like talk about how shitty that's, Chris Campbell is. Chris as the has Gotham. gotta love that. Oh, I'm sure, yeah, he's gotta <laughs> love it. But that always cracks me up that he, you know, it's like he's used that one over and over again. You know, on the radio in some Batman story, it's just and that's, I, that, that's a, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, who, um, who created the the Court of Owls? Was that Snyder? Was that was that his big storyline? Was the Court of Owls? Yes. Well, okay. I I I don't honestly know if he created that. I mean, that was his big storyline. Yeah, I but, don't remember the Court of Owls before before that they're they're a big part of the the video game and i've seen on some video reviews it's like well not for sure exactly who these folks are because it's not wasn't there there was like an owl man batman villain though right like well there's there's owl man but that's earth uh prom help me out that's uh uh, that's uh joe chill right was the owl man well i mean watchman owl man you know Oh, am I thinking of the right one? No, there was a, there was a, I there is a, there was an owl based. There's been owl based. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think the court of owls is, you know, uh, Snyder and Capullo definitely okay. created that. And, um, and whoa, they did a good job of like weaving that into the history of, mm-hmm. you know, 
I'm out of focus. What you are out of focus. I don't know. My camera's yeah. yeah that's one of that's one of those. Um, you know, we've always been here since the beginning of Gotham. You know, kind of thing. right, right. Yeah, yeah there's like eight hundred. Sometime like in like eight, the mid two thousands, there's like eight hundred different people who have been been around since the beginning of Gotham who've just been like hanging out in various buildings, <laughs> just like yeah, just waiting, just waiting, live. Living on the thirteenth floor of yeah, every high like, rise in Gotham. It's like, damn, man, how many like secret societies and villains have just been like hanging out for eight hundred years, <laughs> biding their time, Bind- waiting for their uh, finally the right time. Uh, are you guys watching the new season of Titans at all? Yeah, you, uh, I, uh, I have not gotten to it. How many? How many episodes out? Two, just I two. Think, two? Yeah, two. How is it? Two out? Yeah. yeah, it's Titans. It's yeah, it's Titans. It's I mean it's. Uh, yeah. I enjoy that show. I, I like it too. You know, once you sort of just like um, wrap your head around what it is, you know, like yeah, you're like, oh, yeah. I get what this is like. I'm yeah, it's different... like an adult or like a not even adult. I mean, it's adult in the sense that they swear, but yeah, uh, it's a little and... bit more risque than the WB. Yeah, CW shows. Yeah, it's not. Right, that's yeah, not, yeah. It's not yeah. quite as te- as as, as teenager. Yeah. centric um but still is to some degree but a little bit of it i will it. say yeah a little bit and but i love like the guy they got for connor he's perfect uh, he could not be more perfect right he is so excellent like the way he looks the way he speaks uh everything about that dude he is the perfect connor kent like i i don't know that they could have cast someone better yeah. Uh, than him straight up. I mean, when and like in this season, uh, Lex Luthor is involved. So you have and I is, love Titus. Well, Titus Wellover. Well, yeah, I think he's Bosch. Right? Yeah, the guy from Bosch. And, so good. Uh, yeah, he's Lex Luthor now. Um, but like Kent uh, Connor shows up at Lex's place and he's wearing the black T-shirt with the red Superman symbol uh, to sort of show his allegiances and. Um, and it's like that is Connor, like it's it per- perfect Connor Kent. Mm-hmm. And as he gets older, I'm like that guy maybe should be Superman yeah. someday because he's just he just he does it right. Like he has a he he's instilled an like a an innocence, a naivety yeah. in in him in his speech pad, the way he speaks and the way you know it's not he's not dumb. He's very smart, but he has a innocence about him, and and it works perfectly uh, for Connor. You know. Yeah, it's oh, and uh, Nick Lindsay. Uh, yes, crypto is uh, is in Titans, and crypto is awesome. Crypto is awesome. Crypto, yeah. crypto, <laughs> crypto, and Titans may be the smartest character in the whole show. I, you know, you gotta get it like crypto. Crypto's like, why won't you know? I just feel like every time crypto's barking, he's just like, why aren't you listening to me? Do why? Something. What the fuck is? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just like, come on. I think crypto might be the smartest character in the show. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, this season is what uh, Brother Blood is that who the 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 big bad spoilers, is going to be? Spoilers. spoilers. I, it's, I, or is it Brother Blood? There's a. I don't know. I'm asking. There's a lot of blood. That's why there's I, a lot I of asked. blood. There's a lot of blood. I think it might be more Sister Blood at this point. Is that okay? I don't know. Well, the name of that episode know. was. Uh, like Mistress Mayhem or something like that. So I don't is that know. I don't somebody, even... Tom? Mistress, Mistress Mayhem. I'm. I don't know specifically, but I guarantee there's been a Mistress Mayhem at some point. 
I think uh, Robert Kraft might know her. Mistress Mayhem. But I'm pumped. Sal, you saw yes. Black Adam. I did. What'd you think? What? <laughs> What's the matter, Chris? <laughs> I just, just love Tom. When Tom went into his interview mode there, mm-hmm. just for a second. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, who's the, who's the guy up. with the bad dyed, dyed hair? Uh, James Lipton? Yes, yes. Yeah. Tom was doing his James Lipton there. Sal. What's your Black favorite Adam. word? Black did you, Adam. Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I did. It's, it's uh, you know, one, The Rock is an extremely charismatic guy. Mm. He's he's always fun to watch. He's enormous human being at this point. He's kind of ridiculously it's al- huge. almost too much. Almost too much. He's almost to the point now. It's like, dude, you're... And the thing that cracks me up is... Like 60. Is, He's yeah, he's fifty something years old, and you know he he says he he works out like five hours a day, and it's and yet he's clean, and it's like yeah, no, you're not, okay. Rock. You're you're, Come on, dude. you're you're in the greatest shape you've ever been in in your life, and that includes you were a college football player and a professional wrestler, and in your fifties you're you're more ripped and more muscle mass than ever before. It's weird okay. because he is so charismatic. He doesn't mm-hmm. need to be like this freaking yeah, nature it, yeah like to for people well, that's, to find but, him entertaining like he's yeah i don't think anyone needs him to be that huge at all and there was a time where he started you know when he started to transition in the films yeah like he's he, more, he was slimming down right, yeah. quite Jumanji, a bit Jumanji if you look era. if you look at a picture of the rock when he and first like said he wanted to play black adam however many years ago it was and the picture of him now, you would think that he was like given the powers of, you know, Solomon and the yeah, street. You know, like actually, he, he's actually. such a, yeah. He could so in the movie, um, they show him, you know, after he says the word Shazam and he he reverts back to his normal self. And he could have played that character back then when he first announced that he was gonna wanted to play black adam and, and then like say shazam and you just show the guy from today and it's that's how different it is but but anyway the, yeah the rock is 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 a super entertaining guy and the movie was i thought it did an excellent job of one for the most part staying on target of like black adam is not a not necessarily a good guy mm-hmm. he's not like a super villain he's not you know evil but he's not necessarily a good guy. They did give him a bit of a redemption story to some degree. Um, and there was some, uh, there was a nice twist in there that I kind of liked uh, for it. But if you um, were, if you were going to assign him a D and D class, what would it be? Uh, an alignment. A, oh, black Adam. Yeah. Chaotic good. Maybe I think would be, I don't know. I don't remember my D and D classes or yeah. alignments that well, but I would say, yeah, probably chaotic good. Cause he's, he will kill. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he, but he has a moral code. He's not, uh, he's 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 not a super villain. He, mm-hmm. but he's not a superhero necessarily either. Yeah. So, um, and that's how they played it. Like, you know, it's like he did. You know, he, um, he was he was. It, it was an interesting thing because he very much did not want to be called a hero. The people of uh. What's the place he's from? Kondok. Kent. Kondok. Yeah, Kondok. Like when he came back, they really uh, wanted him to be their hero because they they the way they showed it is like Kondok has been taken over essentially by um, 
uh, uh, shit. I can't think of the organization in, in DC. Is it comics. that gang That's... that like organized? Inter, it's like inner gang, gang, basically. Inner gang. Yeah, inner gang. So inner gang is basically through like advanced technologies has taken over Kondok and mining it for um, this mineral, some silly name, Absolutium or some shit, Ultimatium. I don't remember what it was called. Um, and uh, the people there are very oppressed and, uh, you know, a lot of parallels with countries around the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that was a pretty strong thing, but it wasn't like, uh, you know, it, I think if it faltered in any way, it was just sort of like, they were definitely still trying to be kid friendly and to some degree sell toys and, that is kind there of stuff. is there any sort of tie with Shazam? Well, the no the the movie Shazam. No, there was okay. no there was no link uh, between between Shazam. Shazam's not in the movie. Okay, um, but I mean, there's a link in, in the sense that he has the same powers and he mm-hmm. got them from uh, uh, Shazam. Um, the, but uh no there was no there was no link but that but the jsa being in it was cool as shit um yeah dr fate dr fate's so fucking cool uh and uh dr fate was awesome the guy who played uh hawkman was cool um hawkman was a big part of it like he uh he was sort of the main antagonist against um uh black adam um uh, who else was in it? Um, Mr. The, Terrific? Uh, Mr. Terrific was not. Um, um, uh, um, uh, uh, Adam the, Smasher. Adam Smasher was in it. Um, and he was funny. They, they they definitely set him up to be sort of like a kid-friendly character. Yeah. He was sort he was sort of like the flash kind of, you know. I'm just happy to be here. The Spider-Man young, young guy who's just sort of like, you know, out of his league and, you know, just trying to fill the the shoes of his, his uncle, I think is how they mm. explain it. Yeah, it was his uncle um, who was played by, well, I, I shouldn't spoil it, but played by someone uh, uh, that anyone our age would appreciate. Um, yeah, nice. And then, the girl uh, is t- uh, Twister, Tornado. What the hell's her name? Cyclone. Cyclone. Yes, thank you, thank yeah. you. Was that um, is that is that tied to Red Cyclone and and is it Ma Hunkle? Well, Uncle? yeah, she's she... she. Her name was uh, Hunkle. Yeah, so she was Ma Hunkle's okay. granddaughter, I believe. Nice. I love that Ma yeah. Hunkle was the Red Tornado. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool seeing the JSA. I hope, I hope that it propels a jsa movie because they definitely set it up like the jsa exists and has existed for a long time Mm -hmm. and um but didn't necessarily set them up to be uh the good guys i mean in it because it's like um and that was a big part of the movie was sort of like the idea of you know the heroes come the the JSA come to sort of like stop black Adam, but they're like, well, what are you stopping him from doing? Protecting his own people. Mm. And, and from this, you know, from this corporation, that's sounds like it's pretty tightly to the actual JSA comic. Yeah. Yeah. 
of Black yeah. Adam, you know, joining yeah. the JSA and fighting the was JSA. That, and... Was that was Don Kramer drawing it at that point? That was Jeff Johnson. Was, was it Don, Don Kramer? Kramer? Yeah, uh, Kramer um, drew a lot of it. Yeah, he drew but, some uh, of it. Yeah, I love that. Who was the other? Who was the other artist before Kramer, though? Oh, um, do you remember? I can see it. I just can't think of the name. Yeah, I wish I knew, but I don't. Yeah, yeah I can't. I'll yeah, we don't know. yeah, they're in a different room. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was. It was. I thought it was pretty cool. It's actually like the first time I actually liked Eagle Sham. Dale Eagle. Dale Sham. Eagle okay. Sham. Thank you, Joe. Um, yeah, he did it when they relaunched as like. Because the original JSA relaunch with it was Goyer and Johns and I that forget who that. Of, uh, that all came out of um, shit. Uh, Starman guy. Yeah, uh, James Robinson. James Robinson. I mean, Robinson? it was wait, yeah. the straight up JSA book where it was JSA mm-hmm. as opposed to mm-hmm. the Justice Society right. of America one that came later. Which those JSA comics are some of my favorite comic books i thought they were it was good good awesome. zero they were really fire yeah let's see jsa um bah, 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 bah. james Ray, stephen leonard kirk jeff johns oh wow um art of stephen sadowski mm-hmm. leonard kirk and don kramer that was the first um JSA. It yeah, was I so mean, good. and there is the the a whole huge chunk of that was Hawkman and Black Adam, you know, becoming a anti-hero and how the JSA deals with that and the fact that some of the JSA leave to go mm-hmm. help Black Adam, you know, like yeah. they essentially join him and right, you know, it turns into this huge schism in the in the team i mean it's picking sides of you know for or against black adam yeah it was really good yeah it was excellent yep yeah better yeah yeah i i may have to go back and reread that stuff because that was that was one of my favorite i as that was coming out that was one of the books i was actually like okay i'm i'm getting this every month because i really really enjoyed that there's yeah i remember there is a there's that one issue there's a one-shot issue of that where it's like wildcat's birthday and he's like by himself in the brownstone and like the injustice society like attacks so it's just and wildcat him against him yeah, i remember against, that yeah, him yeah, against yeah. all the rest of them and that's such a really great like single issue story i always remember that because it well because it was always like well what he's just a boxer he's yeah, just yeah. a dude he's just a, a, a old boxer and it's like well He's more. He's much more. Well, than just there was some that. weird point where someone gave him the powers of having like Power. nine lives, and in that issue, yeah, they killed off all the extra lives. Oh, like, that was like no. the function of it to like get him back down to just like a normal one. more mortality. Yeah, he at yeah. some point, you know, the JSA have been through so many like. Sure. Now, magically, they're in Valhalla, and now they're back, and now they're aged, and now they're young, and now you know, like they're yeah. Anything could happen. Anything could happen with them. It doesn't. I mean, it's great to hear that Doctor Fate is cool because I think Doctor Fate is a rad character. Pierce Pierce Brosnan was excellent as Doctor Fate. Um, Not well. Spoiler: I don't think he will be playing Doctor Fate moving forward. 
Um, but the helmet can just go to somebody day. else, right? The, the helmet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But there was really cool, like, what was really cool about what I thought was pretty well done was the idea of, like, Dr. Fade and Hawkman have been working together and they're friends. And they have been for a long time. And you felt that. Like, those two actors, even though, you know, the actor who played Hawkman is much younger than Pierce Brosnan, you could like they did a really good job of conveying these guys have a relationship like they've known each other they've been friends for a long time they've worked together they trust each other and so that was really cool you got the sense of that like this wasn't something that just came together in this movie no these guys have been around for a long time and been together for a long time um and then they added cyclone and adam smasher sort of the rookies Mm -hmm. so that you know they had that part of it so it was kind of fun in that sense but um, yeah, I thought that was really, actually, really well done. Like the, these, this group has been around for a long time, even though we've never seen them in a DC uh, movie yet. Yeah, well, that was um, always the strength of that series. Is that it? Was, I mean, JSA more than any other uh, series or property of DC is about legacy, right? And which yeah. just plays right into Jeff Johns's wheelhouse. And you always had this really interesting mix of like the original JSA members like Wildcat and, and Alan Scott Green Lantern. But then you would have like the new star girl or Adam mm-hmm. Smasher who was related to the original Adam. Right. Well, you know, mm-hmm. it's funny because like the JSA you know, actually required the thing that maybe makes Jeff Johns annoying uh, sometimes is like, I have to like futz with like the retcon this to like make this happen. And like, there's three jokers and Barry Allen, you know, parent were killed, you know, like one time it was like, he was doing things to make stuff a little cooler or like to make sense of some stuff. Yeah, the JSA needed that. Like the JSA was such like a a continuity mess. It was like a good that someone was like, actually, Mm -hmm. this is what happened. Because it was like, oh, okay, now we know. Like, because it was so like, you know, Hawkman. It's like, what the hell? Who is Hawkman? Is he an alien? Is he, you know, like right, it didn't make any right. sense. It was like, there's don't, 12 don't, different. So don't read the Wikipedia page. So Find having yourself. someone be like, I am going to write a new kind of take everything and make a new origin was like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, but then when sometimes when you do that with other characters, it's like no one was asking for this. You know, like <laughs> it's like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it's you know? like no like, one wanted broke. this. Like, why are we doing this? And JSA was like, please, somebody, like, do this. Like, we need yeah. to make sense of who yeah. the hell these people are. And more than one Joker is not necessary. One Joker is good enough. We yeah. don't need three Jokers. We don't need three Jokers. Not, well, don't need it. Don't need you it. know, I don't think that. And Tom, this is this is your you know area of expertise, but I don't think that the Flash was broken when he took it over. But he certainly put his stamp on it as a writer um but then i think we all can agree he fixed the js he and james robinson did a lot but i think jeff johns really cemented that team and and fixed it and then he did it with green lantern too because green lantern was a mess until rebirth yeah i mean until you and then you know and then maybe perhaps some things after that weren't quite as successful but yeah i mean jsa it was like you know, these characters, they got shuffled off in the 80s to like, they went off to Valhalla and that's where they are now, you know, and uh, or, you know, then it got like changed to actually they quit being because of 
the uh, the government was investigating them. Then it's like now they're back yeah. and they're old, they're young, and now they're <laughs> back in the you know. And it was like, what? What's going on? Because no one knew what to do with them to like right. make them fit the story, you know. So and then it was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do it like this, and then like made it make sense, you know. Yeah. So you could, well, I think, eat it. Cool, you know, and, and that was kind of the neat thing that Johns did is that, you know, going back, it's like he made it multi-generational because I don't know if people wanted to read a book about a bunch of old superheroes. I mean, yeah. that can be an interesting idea for a graphic novel, but John's, he he diversified the the lineup so you had these, you know, older and younger members, yeah. and I think that was a lot of the magic of and, that in series. In JSA relaunch, you know, was very action-oriented, like... I think, you know, if you had a criticism of the later Justice Society of America, which I enjoyed a lot of that stuff, especially at the beginning, mm -hmm. it's a little soft focus and it's a little like, well, isn't this great? Like, you know, it was a little, a little too like, nostalgic. nostalgic. The nostalgia was maybe like turned up just like a notch too high. Whereas with that JSA, yeah. it was just like, no, this is just like, this is an action book. And here's Mr. Terrific. And here, you know, like, and here's uh, Sand. And here, you know, like, just like, this is the, you know, mm -hmm. he did such a good job yeah. of, like, mixing all the legacy characters together. But then having them, like, do stuff. Like, they, well, like every was, issue is just like, boom, boom, boom. You it know, made like, Dr. Midnight cool. Yeah. I love that costume. Yeah. It was right. legacy characters, but it wasn't stuck in the past. Like, it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it was yeah. like, it was a modern, modern comics with these older characters and there was the generational link like you said chris between the younger you know characters uh, the carrying on the mantle but you it wasn't like oh we're gonna go fight some nazis that popped up in yeah. in 1999 you know what i mean like no we're yeah. just they're just gonna be superheroes in this day and age like they just happen to also be you know from the fucking 20s you know yeah. but um i've always yeah i've since then, I've always been a big fan of the JSA, and like I said, seeing it on the big screen, seeing Doctor Fate be cool, um, uh, I think I would. I think the the few, you know, whatever 10, 15, 20 minutes of Doctor Fate, you know, fighting Black Adam was better than two Doctor Strange movies. I think as, a, as sort of like a mystical. Um, but I, if anything on the movie like that, that I would, you know. Not done well was you know they, they they one the rock is a is a funny guy like he's a pretty naturally funny dude like he and he can do comedy and stuff but this character you know like Black Adam is an incredibly serious character he's not really mm -hmm. funny and for the most part they stuck to that but like I said they kind of wanted to keep it kid friendly so they have they have this story about this this woman and her son um, that is involved and it's sort of like. Uh, it reminded me of like when the term in Terminator 2, when like the Terminator is this kid's toy. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, there literally was like these parts where like the kid is teaching Black Adam modern vernacular and, and to some degree. And like it's some of it was a little cheesy and it's just like, eh, mm. I could have done I could have done without that stuff. But it's like I, you want to sell DC wants to sell, you know, Black Adam, which is weird. It's like. I don't know how many times in the movie he basically says, "Well, I I do kill. I will. I and I'm never going to stop killing people that come here to try and hurt people." 
And Merry yet, Christmas. Like, yeah, exactly. And then it's like, <laughs> but here's your Black Adam toy. You know, like, here's your Black Adam lunchbox. Get your Black Adam yeah. with his uh, neck-breaking arm action, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but you are... Yeah, I, yeah, I did. I did like it a lot. Okay. I did enjoy it. I, I mean, um, you know, I think DC still has a long way to go to try and, you know, catch up to Marvel, certainly. Uh, but I think this is a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of, um, are you gonna are you going back to the movie theater this weekend for uh, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever? I don't know, man. Honestly, I like I loved the first movie, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I I don't know if I'm that interested in seeing a movie without a, a, to... a Black Pantherless Black Panther movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I get it and all, and I'm sure people will enjoy it, but it's just like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't if decided I, if I'm gonna just gonna like wait the month and watch it on Disney. I'm kind of waiting to see yeah. what the reviews are like. Yeah, I want to kind of see like what people. Yeah, because yeah, I love that first movie. Besides, like the dodgy CGI, it's like <laughs> yeah, the ending's not great in it, but, but it's, you know, it, it, yeah, it, it is a great movie. You know, um, it's a, but, one of the best villains in a marvel oh. in a marvel movie mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like uh killmonger yeah killmonger yeah killmonger yeah well chadwick Ch- you know chadwick boseman just so like i said i've said this over and over again like he just so embodied that character for me it's it'll be tough to watch it and not be like what? cynical about it yeah. to some degree of just like ah they're cashing in out of you bastards you know just <laughs> i don't know you know uh, it's like a band breaks up you know the like the drummer dies and the you know they yeah. just get another drummer it's like ah i can't you know uh, there's part of me that just has a hard time even if it's better i gotta you tell know. you man i saw a lot of black panther costumes uh on halloween okay. it's still a hot costume like nice oh I yeah a, I'm, I'm sure you know, see a lot of kids in it so you know in a way it's always like you know, it's tough because you're like, oh, do you do a Black Panther movie without, you know, without him? But then also you're kind of like, oh, I don't know. That movie had such like a cultural impact of like, yeah, of like sure. people's reactions to a, like a black superhero that part, partly part of it, too, is, you know, obviously making money is the most important thing to Disney. But I'm sure there's people what? creatively who are like, I don't you know, like maybe there is a responsibility not to like just be like well we can't do it because he's gone you know like we gotta find no absolutely not yeah no i think i mean i don't think chadwick boseman would have wanted them to not do another movie you know what i mean like if you know so i i don't think it's disrespectful in that regard i don't you know what i mean like i I certainly don't feel like it is um because yeah, it, it was bigger than any one person. Like that movie was such, like you said, a cultural phenomenon and just such a touchstone for people. And and uh, I certainly am not, yeah, trying to yeah. Uh, diminish that in any way. It's just me personally. It's like mm-hmm. one, I have, I, I. You're like, what is it going to be about? And then you're sort of yeah. like, who's in it? What is like? Yeah, uh, and then there's yeah. Namor, who I'm always just like, oh god. <laughs> and the one shot the one shot i saw of him he was flying and his little wings on his feet were fluttering oh, and right there i'm like oh. he has oh. winged feet but and that's fine but they were fluttering guys and i'm, I'm like, gonna be honest i'm a namor hater 
Never like Namor. <laughs> Never Whenever like Namor him. shows up in something, I'm just like, oh, God. Like, Downer. Okay. Downer Namor. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like not fun Aquaman. You know, just like, okay. <laughs> like, oh, cool. Yeah. It's yeah. like it's this like guy. if Aquaman and Doctor Doom had a baby. And, uh, no, because they're uh, Doctor Doom's like no, nine million what? times more interesting yeah. than Doctor Doom has one. Yeah, he's got about, he's yeah. got like pop, you know. He's, yeah, he's playing piano and like, he's okay. just like he wrote, you know, like he's got Doom bots and like shit like that. You, you know, know, I you know it's funny if you think about like you know Doom is obviously based you know kind of like Hitler. In mm-hmm. some degree, to some degree, um, who would Namor be God, as like a real just... world dictator? Sir, who's, sir, the most, who's the most boring? Who's the boring one. Yeah, because even like you couldn't say Putin because no, say what you will no. about Putin. It's he's probably got, some. Eastern, he's got dictator vibe. It's probably some Eastern Bloc dude from like the seventies that we don't even remember if it's like he just ruled yeah. for like forty <laughs> years without anyone being like, God, this guy's right? just boring. Yeah. It's just like Namor just shows up and it's like, oh, now there's gonna be like, I. Anytime in a Marvel comic when it was like, now we're going to this adventure is underwater, I was always like, nah, no nah, man, this ain't it. Get out of. Get out of there. like not into this. Not in one this. of the oldest one of the oldest comic book characters that dude goes back to the forties. Oh, Joe Joe G said Momar Gaddafi, but Momar Gaddafi had an entire army, didn't? Wasn't he? He had a whole army of women, like assassins yeah, that were assassin right. Women. That's that's some super villain level dictator. Gaddafi like never that. promoted so, himself higher than Colonel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah i don't maybe hitler's the wrong yeah. analogy for doom though because yeah. like both both doom and namor like they were presented as sort of like hey we're just protecting our people and our lands yeah doom sort some of degree. he's sort of like ludicrous in a way too it was just like <laughs> The rapper, is, like, like he's like ludicrous <laughs> rapper, just like with the doom bots and just like the insane yeah. lengths of like what like dooms. Like I have made this time machine, and the first thing I'm gonna do is go taunt Reed Richards <laughs> with it. Is like my first order of business. That's all you can think of. Yeah, doom? Like, yeah. <laughs> you have yes, a time finally, machine. I've got an army of doom bots, and you know he's just yeah. <laughs> He's such a great character. It's just, I'm angry that you can even mention a Namor within a, a mile. With Doom, yeah. With Doom. Yeah, Namor no, sucks. No. Get out of here. I was just talking about the, um, the just kind of that pomp of, you know, out of my way, the, you um, ants. Kind shirtless of with like his little wings on his feet. I will, like, I will give him credit though. Like he did not give a shit that. Susan Richard was married to Reed Richards. Like he, he moved right in on that. He he could care less. And Namor and over care. and over again, Namor did not care. He had no uh, respect of the sanctity. That marriage is only on land. Doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's only on land. What, stay, what happens in Atlanta stays, stays in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he did yeah. not care about that shit. He didn't care about. But it. yeah, I think the only Namor, like, I mean. I remember, and I don't even remember when I read it because obviously it was years and years after it happened. But like, I still can remember that scene when 
Johnny Storm burns off name. He finds Namor as a you know like on a bu- as a bum on the you know. Oh under, yeah, under, yeah. And he, and he burns his beard off, and then it's like it's Namor. Hey, it's Namor. And I don't know why like that stuck with me forever. And I don't even remember what the you know like how many homeless that, that guys was, did Johnny you know uh, how many burn beards burn? Off of. Like it's just like ah, oh it's just a guy. <laughs> oh, it's just Fred. It's, it's not, just a, it's yeah. not Namor. You're not Namor. <laughs> I mean, burn these but, clothes, yeah, these rags that off was you. Just, that was just them bringing Namor back from the you know Invaders days, or yeah. not Invaders, but like the World War II era yeah. Namor, right? Yeah, he was he was he was he was on land, or he was alive, but he was uh, he uh, hadn't been he in the ocean. He had, to, he had amnesia from not being in amnesia, the water, I guess, yeah. and as one. And then, does you know when you're um, uh, yeah hobos don't go swimming in the ocean no nope. oh of right. course not yeah no <laughs> and then uh yeah and then johnny burns his beard off throws him in the ocean and then he's a dick yeah it's like dude i just i just saved you from you know being a yeah. bum and and you know got, got you to remember you were the king of atlantis and you yeah. this is how you, you hit on my sister so my, my true sister. reluctant my true like oh, i'm not gonna go see this in the theater is like i won't pay yeah. money to see namor to support namor say <laughs> i won't support namor sorry i will not say will not say support. say no namor no to namor we can see the sign what was no the more namor like? no no more namor no more Namor. <laughs> that needs to be a T-shirt. We need to yeah. make that into a T-shirt. Yeah, no, no more, more Namor. Namor. Just hey, done. I've got, I've got our, I've got our AC D and D shirt on. I, I think that needs to be a shirt. No more Namor. It's not. <laughs> Kill him off. <laughs> yeah, he's not that great. He really he's isn't. That he's been around yeah. for so long. It's just like, and why new... would, why would he even be? Like the Black Panther villain. I don't know, know. man. I I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't even represent like something that would make sense. Is Wakanda near an ocean? I always thought it was like in the African interior. Oh, like landlocked. I mean, I mean that's how it's presented, kind of. Yeah, (laughs) it's hidden away. What does he care? It's in a desert. Well, I guess guess we'll find find out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, another thought, weird thought I had the other day when I was thinking about Black Panther and, and all the sort of, you know, how all 60s and 70s black superhero characters were named black something. Yeah. And then I was like, why wasn't Black Widow black? You know, like I get the whole Russian assassin thing, but it's like you could have made her like a fo- cultural appropriation. Black Canary. You could have you could have made her like a yeah, Black Canary. But like if Black Widow is like a Foxy Brown kind of a character. Like Black Widow, she would have been awesome. That would have been a much cooler. Not that I don't like. When did Black Widow? When what? Here, you guys talk amongst yourselves. I'll find out what year. When Black Widow came out, I'm gonna guess uh, 1976. Is my guess. I don't know. It might have been way before that. It could have been. I don't think it was. Would it have been the 60s? They wouldn't have done a Russian character in the 60s. Well, she was a villain. Could have been the 50s. Shit. Chris is on Alta Vista. It is a uh, created by Stan Lee, that's Don right, Rico and Don Heck in nineteen sixty four. Tales of Suspense number fifty two. I have a feeling that that was probably nineteen sixty two. 
no, 64 Four. is that what I said. Uh, uh, me okay. and Don Heck went over to Siberia and I was in this strip club and there was this gorgeous stripper named <laughs> the Black <laughs> Widow, Natasha Romanoff. And I thought, uh, she'd be a great superhero. Uh, all she wore was uh, bracelets and a gold belt. Um, Iron Man 1965 with Hawkeye, Joe Galusic is saying, but you're wrong, Joe. You're wrong. Get your facts straight. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's, it, it was uh, uh, Iron Man. Uh, Tales to Astonish? Yeah, they were, I, I don't know. Yeah, she Yeah, she was in the Iron Man story. So, Because they would do backups. Because what, Tales of Suspense was, was that well, Iron Man you... and and Doctor Strange? Or I forget which one. No, that was oh, Tales to Astonish, whatever. They were all... It ends up but, being Nick Fury, right? Is he? Well, it would have been like some sort of espionage story, I would guess. In, this, yeah. in 1964, an Russian assassin. Like there has to be, it has to be like an Iron Man villain or something. Yeah, she had to be uh, introducing the gorgeous new menace of the Black Widow. Yeah, the Black Widow. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Done. oh, looks like she's teamed up with Crimson Dynamo because, of course. Oh, of course. Yes, of course. Of course. Soviet of course. power. All Russians. Oh yeah! All what was the, the Soviet. Uh, <laughs> um, what was the other? The red tornado. What was the other? Uh, the Russian. What was the bear? Red ghost. Uh, There's the red ghost. That was the oh, guy the with ghost. the and the fucking monkeys. Oh right. Who was the bear? Wasn't there a bear though? It was like oh, uh, oh yes. Ursa Major. Um, Ursa Major, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm one old fashioned in, and I'm just like listing listing off the <laughs> Russian communities. I'm like, yeah, Ursa yeah. Major. Oh man, I had a, a really good old fashioned the other day at a restaurant, and uh, it what was, restaurant? Uh, um, it's on Ogden Avenue in Westmont. It's called Grill Eighty Nine, I think. Or 80, what kind of what, what, like what, what was the old fashioned? What made it? It was uh now I'm intrigued. Was, now I'm engaged fully. Yeah, now you're interested. Yeah. It was bullet bourbon and mm. um I can't remember what the bitters were. They were mm. flavored bitters. Uh and then it had a black cherry and mm. an orange peel. I mean it was Mass all booze. But you know, it was a it was a big it was like a sixteen dollar drink, but it was yeah. a big glass of booze. <laughs> and it took me a while to finish it and and as it sat and the fruit got in it more and more it just tasted better and better yeah it was really mm -hmm. i'm not that big of an old-fashioned fan but man it the was, ice melts a little bit and it gets a little yeah there. it was a yeah yeah it was yeah. it was very tasty by the end of it and by the end of it i was a fan of old fashioned. <laughs> this is a Jack Daniels uh single barrel old-fashioned nice wow it was so something... you're not you're not a brandy old fashioned guy, huh? I mean, I have them, but like in regular life, yeah, like I'm a, I'm an adult. Well, how I much Seven Up am I going to drink? You know, like right? Yeah. Well, I'm a I'm a uh, jolly good, jolly good mine. If you can find what's, it, what's jolly good? It's like squirt. It's, oh, it's, it's jolly good. Jolly Good's like a line of like generic sodas in Wisconsin. It's like store brand, yeah. you know, like Mountain Holler or uh, um, I'm trying to think of my other favorite generic soda names, which I was looking up the other day. 
But yeah. I enjoy a brandy old fashioned when I am in Wisconsin and I'm not making yeah. it for myself. I will look up, uh, watch uh, Charlie Barron's How to Make a uh, Old Fashioned video. Yeah, I'm, you're aware of who Charlie Barron's mm-hmm. is, right? The mm-hmm. Manitowoc Minute. He mm-hmm. actually uh, he lives in Tosa. He goes to my old man bar. Mm. Yeah. What's your old man bar? Give it a shout out. <laughs> Walter's on North. Walter's oh, on I was North. Completely- I All was right. completely wrong on what, what this old fashioned is called the 89 old fashioned. It was Journeyman Last Feather Rye. Ooh, nice. Uh, All right. That's a nice Lux- distillery. That's a real nice distillery over in Michigan. Right. Lux- Luxardo Maraschino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and aromatic and orange bitters. And then it, like I said, it had a black cherry on a toothpick. It was terrific. I mean, it was, nice. like I said, it was, it was 16 bucks, but it was like, I mean, it's all booze. It's just a giant vat of booze, and of, it was it, rye of rye, yeah, rye and, bitters, and probably some sugar syrup. Yeah, it didn't taste that sweet, yeah. honestly. Okay. And wow, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty strong. But like I said, the nice thing was, as it, you know, kind of melted and the fruit got into it more, it, it got a little more, and more flavorful. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, it's uh, old fashions have gotten to the point where they're one of those drinks that there are so many different versions of them that at some point they stop being old fashioned. I think that happened with Negronis in the last few years. But the last old fashioned I had, I don't even think I would call it an old fashioned, but it was um, uh, rye whiskey, equal parts rye whiskey and Demerara sugar syrup. Uh, That's the, cheating. The uh, <laughs> the uh macerated cherries uh orange and uh topped with and uh with about a half ounce of um um mezcal hmm mezcal delicious listen i'm not a mezcal fan i'm well, not this, a fan it was yeah. just a half like a half ounce of just mezcal a little to give on it a this little. and it gave it like this little smoke and like savory to cut through all of the sweet from the sugar syrup for, i can see that yeah. for work related reasons i've been drinking a lot of cocktails um uh and uh i <laughs> for work related yeah me too tom for, for work related reasons yeah. i get paid i get paid I drink to because do it. work too i get paid to do it <laughs> Uh, lucky you you're lucky bastard i'm a lucky man uh except when i have to like wear a chicken suit in a presentation uh but uh get your get your uh, free whiskey uh but um i've been making dance for your whiskey boy yeah dance for that whiskey (laughs) who's willing to degrade themselves in public for whiskey for whiskey but tom me sir me sir i am go out there Write a commercial. Then you got to present this and dance around. Ch- um, did you really have to do that in a chicken suit? I, you had to present. Uh, yes. Like a pitch. It's, it's not, pitch. Yes. Yeah. I wore a chicken head <laughs> um, for for something. Yeah. Wow. But I've been I've been making a lot of cocktails the last year, and uh, I got really into making margaritas, like simple oh. margaritas, where it's just tequila, lime juice, Cointreau. And that's it. And like, what kind of Quantro have you? The, I I have experimented with both like the brand name Quantro. Uh, I've gotten some like uh, we talked about this before. I know we have. Did we talked about the Mexican oh, okay. uh, orange the Mexican liqueur? Quattro, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Which I also enjoy. Anyway, let's we move are on. Old men. We Black are old Adam men repeating, talking about repeating. the same shit all the fucking <laughs> time. Stories. 
one time I went to, uh, I got it. It's like three old men listing off old fashions they have, and they're all the same fucking recipe because, yeah, no shit. That's old fashioned is whiskey and sugar and bitters, and that's it. And it's like, my. Tom turned on this segment quick. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. one had mezcal. In it. This one had mezcal. It's like so so such an old man. We're I, such I fucking you. old men. Just like we are. We're, yeah. We can't it's deny just, it. We can't out, yeah. We can, yeah. Vote for me. Uh, uh, <laughs> two two things. Um, I know imagine people older the, than us being in charge of stuff. Imagine they are way older. Up. Yeah. I, imagine. I, imagine I, someone's like twice my age what they're like i can barely have a conversation running the country running the country they, figure- they must have the same conversation all the time just <laughs> constantly just like there must be people that work for them like oh my fucking god we're gonna talk about the chili again you know like the chili <laughs> so yeah how many times yes yes i get it yes 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 i know yeah <laughs> i just saw a comedian who was talking about politics and he was like you know we we went from obama who was like the most direct president we ever had is like we're gonna go here and we're gonna go do this and that was obama like that's all he did and then we went to i met this guy in pennsylvania and he you know, yeah. on the bus yeah. and like, he was crying and he was saying please sir please yeah. save us please save us i, I, was like, I oh, met God. this soldier and he was crying and he said sir sir can you can you help us do something? Just can touch me something? on my forehead right just here, please. Just touch me. I, I never forgot that man. I just never. <laughs> nothing. It is just kind of a funny uh, kind of kind of. Now thing. it's just all just old men. Old men. Old men? The first uh, I saw, we have the first, maybe not the first, but the first openly uh, comic book nerd in Congress. Oh shit! Uh, and he's gay. He's also openly gay, but he's also the first comic book from nerd, where? Open comic book nerd. Um, I can't Obama's, remember. Uh, Obama, Obama's big uh, Conan fan. He still reads Conan. And... Yeah, yeah, right. It's like his music playlist. Someone puts that shit together. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's not sitting uh, around like going uh, like, through long boxes. Yeah, you know, just like, digging... oh yeah, man, I found this this sick Conan comic I've never got, never been able to find before. Digging through I dollar think... bin comics. Uh, where was he from? I can't remember. Uh, Congressman, let's see if he comes up. Congressman, comic book fan, Google search. Yeah, yeah all right. Uh, no, it's not coming up. I, I, I just happened to see it on one of the social medias, and I can't remember. He's not one of those dudes, answer. though, that like misunderstands comics and be like, Superman would actually incinerate all the immigrants <laughs> with his heat. Mission. No. no. <laughs> Like, where Zach, like, Zach oh, Snyder fan. Yeah, just like, uh, I don't think, well, be fair to Zach Snyder. My first act in Congress is yeah. to release the Snyder cut. Sm- uh, <laughs> Superman <laughs> would help build the wall, you know, just like, oh my, oh no. Like, and to I'm play gonna, him, let me introduce yeah. my good friend, Dean Kane. Yeah, my, my- I personally. <laughs> pun the way Punisher like murders criminals, I think it's like a thing we should be doing. <laughs> you know, just like, oh no, oh no, I think we, he's got the wrong, we got the wrong kind. We got the wrong, wrong kind. We got the wrong oh, nerd. We got the wrong nerd. 
shit. My first shit. act in Congress is in the library. I want to add Zack Snyder's cut of the JSA. You know what? The Mutant the Registration Act. Act is a good idea. I've got this plan. <laughs> it's called Sent- Sentinels. Uh, yes. now, yeah. They yeah. adapt. I don't see what's so wrong with uh, with this idea. <laughs> just like the, somebody who just um, you know, like does not doesn't get what the, what the bad guys and good guys are. You know, he wears oh, a no. magneto helmet. He wears magneto, magneto was helmet. right. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think he was. Yeah, I think yeah. he was. He they was, went to uh, the okay. first uh, Gen Zer. Um, Florida, uh, t- right? 20, 25 year old. Kid. Yeah, I think it was like Orlando area, maybe. Yeah. I will say that, like, you know, I mean, we're all liberal and Democrat, you know, here. And, and, and uh, but it's gotten to the point now where there is some weird shit going on on both sides of, like, oh, yeah, people being elected. Like, that dude, I like, I don't know anything about the guy that got elected in Pennsylvania that beat Dr. Oz. And I don't think I really give a shit as long oh, as Fetterman, Dr. Fetterman. Uh, but like, yeah. that dude looks like he should be working on my toilet yeah like not oh, running like you know doctor, all, yeah. i think yeah, all I, senators I, should look should be six five or taller and should wear shorts <laughs> in winter i he's not our first open shorts all year senator yeah. <laughs> i love his not accept, from a southern his, state his <laughs> acceptance speech he did wearing a fucking hoodie yeah, yeah, he dresses yeah. in a hoodie, and, yeah. and like I said, I don't know anything about the guy. And I'm he was, he, he was, a, he was a mayor, um, yeah. so he has you know like small town executive experience. He was the lieutenant governor. No, I, I'm this. sure yeah. he's fine. Uh, I mean, he's I don't need his resume. I don't need his fucking. I don't need his fucking oh, resume. Yeah, he he looks uh, but, he looks like he's gonna you know don't run into this guy in a back alley. But if man. that if that dude if that dude was a Republican and looked like that. Oh my God! Like you would expect it. Like you would, you know what I mean? Like you would, you yeah, you would yeah. instantly think that that guy uh, was a proud boy and part of the Nazi yeah. party. Like there's no, you know, but yeah. So it's just it, yeah. There's I know, there's some crazy. There's some kooky yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. All I like over Fetterman, the place. man. Fetterman's cool. Shorts all year, baby. He's that's just gonna be his first yeah. move as senator. Introduce <laughs> shorts all year. Mandatory shorts. shorts all year, baby. Uh, Shorts on the Senate floor. Senator, uh, uh, flip flops are not allowed on the floor. <laughs> right, he's gonna have a big problem. Shorts day, uh, Fridays, casual no, day. You can't, you can't spark one up on the Senate floor. He's a big uh, legalization guy. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, states quick, le- Missouri legalized. Yeah, weed. Which is... uh, there's a there's a handful of yeah yeah shocking to me. it on the ballot here. Uh, two things before we go. Uh, I know we had it on the uh, the artwork for the for the show. I uh, just want to mention real quick. Uh, catch up on on Pennyworth. I love the first season. The second season really lost me, and they're leaning into the comic book stuff kind of hard now. And, and I'm I'm back in. I'm they're back like, in. oh it's, fuck, we got yeah. What, yeah, what are it. we doing? But, yeah. It's uh, it's it's actually fun. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying a uh, a lot. And um, uh, if you weren't aware, if you um, if you want to hear me and Sal and Will talk about our uh, top five Marvel MCU movies, you can do that because we uh, made a podcast. Top five. Film Force Five. Film yeah. Force Five. That's Number right. Number one. Uh, Doctor MCU. Strange Two. Number. No. No, no, didn't make the list. Sorry, Tom, did not make the list. Um, yeah, that is available. It will be available. Well, it'll be if you're watching us live, it'll be available tomorrow. That episode, 
but if you're listening to this, it's already available. It's so go get it. Get yeah, it it's, out. Out. it's out now. It's fun. Top five. It's fun. It's a hoot. Yeah. And we've got uh, some old friends uh, going to be dropping by. So if you're a AC listener, you might uh, hear some uh, familiar voices coming up. Put a little energy back into this thing, you know, talking yeah. about something other than these fucking lame comic books. These right. nerd these books. Fucking nerd garbage. All you guys. did was talk tonight. All you did was talk tonight. I me? Mean, yeah, yeah. I got geeked up you are. Here's your, what did I talk here's about? your slobber oh, pigs. Here's uh, your talk, garbage yeah. comics, you trash yeah. eaters. I think I should I think yeah. I should just become like a sort of the the movie correspondent for around comics. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. You could replace me with someone that actually reads comic books, and I'll just become the movie correspondent. <laughs> movie and you know? TV critic. Yeah, movie and TV or, critic yeah, for around yeah. comics. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't need to talk about comics anymore. Hey, yeah. old fashions, old, old fashions, fashions, and movies. Old fat, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm I am looking forward to martial law, which uh, once again, that's the the new trade talk. Um, uh, did it as a, a tribute to Kevin O'Neill. It's a little hard to find, so uh, well, uh, luck. Yeah. Well, fun. I'm. A, I'm. I'm actually. It's going to be like being a kid again. I'm going to have to go on a comic book hunt. Just go steal it off the internet. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wasn't going to say that. Alan Moore doesn't care, and, and Kevin, uh, Kevin O'Neill. Yeah, so it's not like you know, yeah. you're, you're you're stealing anything from those guys. You know, I don't know. They really, they really should release that uh, now that he's passed. They should do a reprint of it. I don't know why there's not like an oversized. You know, like a, a, a fucking artist mm-hmm. edition. There should be who an pu- artist who edition. Who published it originally? Epic? Uh, Epic? I think it was Epic. Okay, it was Epic. All right. Yeah. yeah. Which is interesting because that's a Marvel comic, right? Epic was Marvel, right? Epic was owned by Marvel. They were, they kind of had a little, a little more freedom, I think. Um, uh, Alien Legion was an Epic comic. Um, if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you're right. A, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Epic did some really cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. But it's just interesting that DC published the the reprint. I wonder how that all came about. I Maybe think Kevin I, O'Neill, yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah um, it may have been. Yeah, he may have been. He he may have had the rights and been able to. Pat Whatever. Mills, Joe Galuzic, you're right. It's not. It's not. I said Alan Moore. Uh, it's Pat. Pat Mills was mm. the writer of. Uh, is the writer of Martial Law. Nice, very cool. But I, yeah, yeah. All right. You guys got anything else? No. Nope. I think I'm All good. Right. Outstanding. Uh, okay, folks. Uh, oh, it was okay. Epic was the. That's right. Joe, uh, Joe just said Epic was Marvel's creator owned comics. Isn't that what wasn't there an Electra? Did Electra Assassin come out? On Epic? Epic? It might have been. Might have been. I want to Oh, I think Electra Assassin came out. Uh, it may have been that came, Epic that... series. It might have been. It seems like it probably would have been. I don't know. Was it Electra Assassin or was that the single issues or was that the graphic novel? Yeah. Uh yeah, Electra Assassin issues. It's a, that was that was Marvel, I believe. But then there was the Electra. Wasn't there Electra? Uh, I can't remember anymore. There was an Electra graphic novel. Yeah, something. and that I think was epic. Wasn't Dazzler epic? Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. 
Oh, it was published. No, Electro Assassin is eight issue limited series published by Epic Comics. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, it was Epic. Yeah, that was kind of like Marvel's, um, like, kind of Vertigo in the 80s. It was uh, Alien Legion, uh, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Oh, wow. uh, Dreadstar, Clive uh, Clive Barker's Hellraiser, Clive Barker's Nightbreed, uh, Elf Quest. Oh, Elf Quest. (laughs) Electra Lives Again. That's what I was thinking about. Okay. The uh, Frank Miller, Lynn Varney, um, Iron Man Crash, wasn't that the all's first CGI comic? Yeah. Iron Man Crash. Um, <clears throat> no, what was the? I don't know. We're going down rabbit holes. There was a the the first computer art, all computer art comic. Um, that wasn't it. It wasn't. No, Iron Man it was called like eh, like Shatter or something like that. Crash. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it was actually. I think it may have been published by First Comics. Uh, Stray Toasters. That oh, was wow. another. Yeah, a lot of Bill Sienkiewicz yeah. stuff. Um, because yeah. he was, they didn't know what to do with him, so I was like, oh we'll just put him on this other. Yeah, yeah, go, 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 do that. Uh, All right, cool guys. Um, fun talking. As oh, Shatter. Thank you, Joe. It was called Shatter. It's a uh, yeah, Shatter. Like green and black like eight bit cover uh My anyway mic. um thank you for listening joe and gosh who else do we have uh tonight um nick and uh, you know, a few other people thanks so much for uh, for chiming in in the comment section we appreciate it um yeah i think that's it right we're good all right uh we will be back next thursday with an all new all exciting episode in the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in Head Around Comics. Dreadstar. Na- no, Namor. <laughs>